0: Hey, thanks for stopping by. This is Free On Board, a podcast by Tridge. You're in the right place if you're looking to stay up to date with the latest food and agricultural news. Now, on to the updates. Welcome to Free On Board, a podcast by Tridge. I'm Bia Shim, a global market analyst at Tridge. And today, we'll be discussing the global market dynamics of orange juice through looking into orange juice production in the U.S. and Brazil. Taking a look at both U.S. FCOJ futures, or frozen concentrate orange juice futures, and Brazil orange production, we'll see how orange production in these two countries may respectively impact market dynamics. Zee Dubiwa, a global market analyst and value-added fruits and vegetables specialist located in South Africa, is joining with us today. (laughs) Z, you wrote two very interesting analyses about high orange juice production in Brazil and U.S. orange juice futures rising. So let's start from the top from rising U.S. FCOJ futures and work backwards to understand what's happening. How much has U.S. FCOJ futures risen?
1: So I think the interesting thing is that the futures markets generally, they're very uh, reactionary. So Regarding the FCOJ futures, what basically happened is on the 2nd of January, a USDA published their latest estimate for the 2021-22 season. So the most notable aspect of that report is that they specified that orange production was actually going to decline. So they said orange production was going to go down by about 11%, which is quite significant. So based on these projections, the markets then went up. So. I think the peak was on the 27th of January when prices hit $1.62 per pound, which is the highest in over two years. Just to see the effect, if we go back to the end of December before the announcement and to 27th of January, this is like it's about 15.7% increase over a month. And then if we go back uh, a year to about January 2021, this is about over 25% increase in terms of price. So this is actually quite, quite significant. Although prices have kind of like normalized a bit now, they're still quite elevated. I mean, um, on Friday, the 25th, prices were thirty six per pound, but that's still quite elevated. And the main issue is the reduction in orange reduction, uh, mainly due to, you know, the citrus screening disease that we're going to talk about later.
0: Absolutely. So it sounds like USC's announcement at the start of the year that orange production at decreased 11% was significant and significant enough to start a cascade of events, such as the FCOG futures increasing 15.7% month over month compared to before and after the announcement was released. And Z, you also briefly mentioned the citrus greening disease affecting orange production in the U.S., can you elaborate on the disease as well as other factors that may have contributed to low production in the U.S.?
1: The main reason is there's, there's this disease called the citrus screening disease, and it affects citrus fruits. Uh, it basically, it, it came into the U.S. around 2009, but it gradually intensified and I think the past few years it's actually it's affected quite a lot of crops and more significantly in the florida region which is where you find like the largest amount of the citrus crop so the problem with this disease is that well firstly it's incurable so once it affects your orchard you basically have a problem now you actually have to you would have to work on uprooting your trees and replanting them so that's quite significant What it basically does, it causes like a form of discoloration and turns the fruit green, hence the name citrus greening. It also changes the the taste of the fruit. It makes it bitter. It makes the fruit size smaller. You know, so basically the fruit that's affected is discarded. It cannot be used as fresh produce. It cannot be used for food processing into orange juice because that bitter taste, it it will not work well for orange juice production. So it significantly affects production because then you'll have to basically write off a large chunk of that crop. And then also the replanting process is going to take time because now you have to replant, then you have to wait for those trees to mature. So the phasing in back to a healthy crop is going to take quite a few years. So as a result, for the past few years, orange production has been dropping. And as a result, FCOJ prices have been elevated so we, we expect the fcoj prices to be elevated moving forward i mean the, the rest of the year we'll, we'll have to take a look next year and moving forward to see how the replanting process and how the effect is if the decrease will become a bit more minimized we'll just have to look at this moving into next year the citrus screening look it's 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 the biggest factor but then there have been a change in consumer trends which also adds uh, you know a slight effect on production because production reacts to demand as well but then it seems like in the u.s you have a significant number of consumers that are they're preferring taking a vitamin pills as compared to actually taking vitamins through fresh produce or through juice so this is kind of affecting orange juice sales to a certain extent and then those that are taking orange juice they are preferring other forms like fresh squeezed which is actually on the spot so you actually have like hyper markets and stores they actually have like machines where you can actually squeeze your own so this actually it affects the pre-produced you know fcoj sales as well aspects of that nature have kind of led to a slight drop in the demand which will also affect the production but the major issue is the citrus greening
0: I see. So even with replanting, it sounds like low production of oranges in the U.S. will have to continue, given the sheer amount of time it takes for the plant to phase in and grow properly. It also sounds like the phenomenon of citrus screening was localized within the U.S. So Brazil, by contrast, experienced quite a jackpot with their orange production. From what I know, Brazil already occupies 64% of all orange production. With higher production, how will this play into global market dynamics, such as in trade and in U.S. FC
1: COG futures. This is actually quite interesting. And this is actually good for looking at the global landscape. Brazil has been affected by, you know, adverse weather. And most of last year, you know, the rains were low and so on and so forth. So this is actually good that the timing of the rains, that actually helped the orange crop because the rains came in during the flowering part of the season. So this actually boosted the crop. So Brazil is actually expecting like quite a good crop. And because the orange crop has gone up, that's also going to affect FCOJ production. So. FCOJ production is forecast to rise by about 15 to 20 percent. So like you said, they occupy 64 percent of the production share globally. So 15 to 20 percent increase. This has a significant impact on global supply. So it means we'll be looking at, you know, quite a sizable supply within FCOJ globally. So globally, we're actually expecting about 1.7 million tons, which is 11 percent increase. And this is mostly because of the situation happening in Brazil. This also now helps the US situation well because a healthy orange crop, although it will affect the US in terms of Brazil being their major competitor, they will have the largest market share with regards to exports. So you're actually looking at, uh, with with regards to exports, Brazilian exports are expected to remain high, while US exports are expected to drop to about 32,000 tons from 35. But then it helps if they have healthy orange crops, this is actually where the U.S. is actually planning on importing orange trees from for their replanting process for brazil to have healthy orange cheese is actually good for the u.s as well but then it means that they continue to dominate the market but with regards to like you said with regards to the global landscape it won't have too much of an impact on brazilian exports regards to fcoj because w- one of the the reasons why the production has gone up is because consumption has gone up considerably in brazil so we've seen consumption go up by about seven percent uh, year on year and this also ties into the situation that's happening with COVID 19 and you know, consumers basically preferring healthier products and orange juice, you know, falls into that particular category. Because of the increased consumption, a lot of the production is going to be utilized by the local market. So when it comes to exports, the exports are going to remain at the same level as last year because the local market is going to absorb that particular increase. So that's the situation happening with orange FCOJ production in Brazil. Yeah.
0: Okay let's see. so there's a lot to digest here. First of all, it sounds like healthy trees in Brazil will nicely complement the lack thereof in the U.S. Since the U.S. needs Brazil's orange trees to be healthy to recover from their own losses of orange trees they face due to the citrus screening and to return to the orange and OG market ASAP. There was another point I found interesting, which was how consumer trends and varied responses to COVID-19 could be manifested in the orange and orange juice industry. Because of COVID-19, in the U.S., consumers have resorted to vitamin pills, and because of COVID-19, in Brazil, consumers have turned to OJ and oranges to get their dosage of vitamin C. And consequently, Brazil is set to absorb much of its own orange production, and exports won't particularly rise despite high production. Z, our time is coming to an end, and are there any last insights into market dynamics and prices that you can
1: add? Okay. Like I said, uh, the situation in Brazil is the most significant for our forecast. Definitely, like I said, global production is expected to go up by about 11% because of what's happening in Brazil. So there have been significant increases in Brazil and Mexico. So when we're looking at actually global producers and exporters, the US, we've spoken about the situation in the US and the EU, but the EU is quite significant with regards to global uh, market impact. It's more of an, an importer. But then, so because of Brazil, we're expecting larger production. And then also when it comes to the exports, in general, exports are supposed to be elevated because of this. So you're going to see also Mexico, their exports are also going up. South Africa, their exports are going up. Look, the situation in, in the U.S. with regards to the FCOJ demand dipping is only you know quite specific to the U.S. With regards to the global market, orange juice consumption is continuously going up because people are now a lot more health conscious. So yeah, the demand is going up. So with regards to the global market, what's happening in the US is not going to impact them that much. And especially because of the overall picture that production is high. So with regards to also the prices in the global sphere, the prices should not be that elevated because production has gone up. But then with regards to the US, we expect the prices to be elevated for the rest of the year. I would also assume that coming into 2023, they'll still remain elevated because it is going to take time for them to replant those trees. And they're also going to have to start importing quite a lot of FCOJ in the US. So it's, it's actually forecast that their imports for this year are going to rise to uh, 300. 110,000 tons from 285 the previous year. So there's going to be a shift to importing more and exporting less.
0: I see. So FCOJ prices globally aren't set to increase dramatically solely due to low production in the U.S. Yeah. Because overall, there isn't a global net loss in production. But in the case of the U.S., prices are set to remain increased even until 2023 because it will take time for trees to be replanted overall, leading to higher imports and lower exports.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, thank you so much for your time and insight, C. Sure.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much, Beer, for having me.
0: If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review, subscribe, and share our podcast. Check out church.com intelligence dash data for more price analyses and up-to-date insights into the food and agricultural industry.